0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the CC Radio podcast. It was just the
1: most massive thing I've ever seen. I to, to tell you the honest truth. I thought, well,
0: we're the only ones left on this planet something's
1: happened, It have missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like, you can't explain it when you don't know, you feel like you're being followed but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out.
0: Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, paranormal and UFO radio. My name is Cade Moyer and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review, or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family. And that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Damien Knight, and a lot of the listeners will recognise that name. He is from the Australian Aerial Phenomena Investigation Group. Damien, welcome to the show, mate.
1: Thank you for having me on, Cade.
0: It is always a pleasure having you on, mate. I think you and I have a lot more in common than the listeners would uh, would actually realise, because I think we spoke for about half an hour before even going. Oh shit, we need to record.
1: <laughs> yeah, <that'd> probably help. <laughs> This is a coffee. <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess. I guess the the reason we got you on today is because I want to talk about this UFO and paranormal connection that seems to seems to go on, and not a lot of people talk about it. But you are one of the key people that I I think would be one of the people to talk to about this because there. I think there is a genuine connection between. UFO encounters, and then and then paranormal activity kind of happening. And you are one of the only people that I know who has experienced a lot of this firsthand because you have more UFO encounters than anybody I know. And we actually covered a lot of that in the first appearance on your podcast. So if anyone's kind of new to this show, jump, jump in, go listen to Damien's first episode, catch yourself up, come back to this one. And get ready to have your mind blown because Damien is just absolute wealth of knowledge when it comes to this stuff. So, yeah, Damien, what do you think? What do you think about the UFO and the the paranormal connection? Do you think there's something there?
1: Uh, Look, at first, uh, when I first started researching, I thought it was just all aliens. Um, You know, uh, 30 years ago, if you'd asked me, I would have said it's just aliens from Mars or Venus or just like most people would who don't really know much about the subject, right? Um, But the more I've gotten into it and the more research I've done into the, the, the phenomenon itself and the more I've actually experienced over the years, I've seen a connection between the two. Um, and sometimes it's like a almost like a tenuous connection. Um, it may, sometimes it may seem like a coincidental connection. But the more I then started researching into both sides, looking into ghosts, looking into, um, you know, even string theory, dimensions, parallel universes, all different other possibilities um, and some pretty hardcore stuff of late, <laughs> um, which is keeping me up at night, um, I, um, I started to realise that there's possibly more of a chance that, some of this at least is 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 linked see now the the phenomena itself um you know, a lot of people will say it's aliens from another planet right but the, the the real reality is is the it's not aliens from another planet it's alien to our belief system whatever this phenomenon is are completely alien to us and it, it's something that over the centuries and eons has intermingled with humans it has observed humans it has changed itself to fit in with the pattern of humans in that era so humans would see certain things um but that, uh that you know at the time that they would understand better like just say the um the back in the you know 1890s and just slightly earlier, people were seeing these airships flying around, you know, and with strange things happening and ones picking up cows off the ground and really bizarre things happening and strange people claiming they were from other planets and so Now, so a lot of this may be early German inventors that were zipping around doing stuff, but the actual – when the airships first started really coming out was years later um, and then nothing can really explain – the earlier sightings, no one claimed any credit for them. No one, so there, and there was a lot of high strangeness associated with that topic. With um, with people seeing these things, they get you know paranormal incidences on the ground as well. Things happening in their homes, um, and so they're not just seeing stuff in the sky. They're also having experiences, um, you know, with uh, family members are seeing strange things. They're seeing strange things happening in their homes. Same things that are happening hundreds of years later now. Um, we're seeing lights in the sky, balls of light, which also that have been seen back then too and prior. Um, but we're also seeing um so it seems to be a multitude of phenomenon but at the same time it seems to have links and as if it's coming from the one place. Now, at this whether you wanna call this dimensions, um, you know, interdimension, ultra dimensions, it's just a human term for something we know nothing about. So we're giving a human label on here. So uh, but to for some sort of understanding, I have to use some kind of word to, you know, to talk to your audience about and to so that people will understand that, yeah, okay, there's something, this is what I'm talking about. Otherwise, you know, people would not get it. And it, it's so trippy and out there, the whole phenomenon, it, the same things that were happening, you know, 150 years ago are happening now, you know, with disturbances in people's homes after they've seen UFOs in the sky or... Prior to seeing UFOs in the sky, they're having, you know, and it's the same sort of thing that's happening too over the centuries with the ghost phenomena. You know, you're having things fly off shelves. You're having strange balls of light fly through your home, um, you're flying into walls and going through solid objects. Um, the UFO phenomenon is known to do the same thing. Uh, fly, it flies into the ground without it melts into the ground, and I have I have video of this. You know, uh, multiple videos of lights, balls of light, columns of light, shafts of light melting into the ground um, as if the ground's not there. Um, you know, and there's to correlate that with the ghost phenomena. People have seen ghosts walk through walls. They've seen these balls of light go through their walls. Now, if you were to ask a, you know, a, a person in their home who's having seen strange balls of light in their home, the person would say, hey, um, it's, a, it's a ghost, right? Because it's happening in their home. Now, if you would ask a farmer who's seeing strange balls of lights on his farm or just above the ground on his farm, he'd say they're Min Min lights. But if you were to ask a ufologist who's seeing lights in the sky, he'd say they're UFOs or extraterrestrials or aliens. Now, you've got the three of the same type of phenomenon just happening in a home, out in a paddock and up in the sky. So who's to say that? And that's sort of to people that differentiates it as different phenomenon. But in reality, if you look at it, it's just in your home, and it's just outside your home, and it's here. So, who's to say that it's not the same thing that's happening?
0: That's a really interesting point because what it what it really makes you think is that perception is everything when it comes to these things.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And um, look, if a lot of people they, they they like I mentioned, they assume that because they, they see um, an extra, they 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 perceive that it's a an alien from another planet if they see a light in the sky or they see this or that like i said it's alien to our belief system it's not necessarily something coming from outside our solar system coming all the way here just to fly in have a look at a couple of farmers and then take off again um, and go all the way back home this phenomena is here with us it's existing alongside of us and it's all around us Um, analogy i like to use i've been using lately anyway it's like we're like crabs at the bottom of the ocean, looking up at all the fish above us and not knowing what's going on. We're part of a small whole ecosystem in this in space of things that are all around us that we can't see with our naked eye. Now, Trevor Constable, Luciana Paconi, the scientist, and others have looked into this in, in the past into you know infrared phenomenon that can't be seen with the naked eye, but can be seen with you know infrared filters, infrared lenses, and cameras and whatnot. And, um, and also correlating that with Geiger counter readings. So while they're filming stuff around them, you know, in homes, outside, they're also getting – the Geiger counters going mental. So these things are giving off some type of radiation. Both the phenomena um, is giving off a type of radiation. Now, whether that's, um, you know, because it's a different uh, base life form, it might be based in silicon um, instead of carbon like we are, so it may be invisible. But that doesn't explain, um, because if it was silicon-based, it still wouldn't be able to, in theory, would not be able to travel through walls. But it would be invisible to the naked eye. So there is something else to this that's... (laughs) I said, scientists, we have little understanding at the moment of exactly everything that's going on in the universe. We're always finding out new things all the time uh, about space around us, about other exoplanets, Stuff that 20 years ago they would have said, no, there's no chance of life, other planets that can support life. Now we have hundreds, you know, just just a few years later, we have hundreds that have come out that say, hey, we can. this can support life or this can't, you know, and, and, and this is a good possibility. This may be better than life. This may support life better than Earth, this planet, you know, and stuff like this. So it sort of smashes the whole skeptic thing out of the water. Because they've been using that for years as well. Oh, there's no other planets out there like Earth. Earth is so rare. No, that's gone now. So get, that's out of the skeptics playbook. Um, yeah, And the other thing that skeptics use as well is the whole, um, oh, just because you've seen a UFO doesn't mean it's an alien or an alien spacecraft in all the world. And no, we're not saying that it's an alien spacecraft. No one is saying that. Um, it, that's just a correl- It's a mind correlation that's been put together through years of media, through government ridicule, through movies, you know it's, it's, as soon as you mention UFO, every, excuse me, everybody thinks alien you know, and
0: 100%. And yeah, you know, that's, that's a huge effect that pop culture has on, on this type of world, on this, these types of experiences because I think pop culture has probably done more damage to, to the UFO world, the paranormal world, the Bigfoot world, than, than anything else has because, you know, there's there's going to be skeptics for, for everything out there but when you have, I guess, the the zeitgeist going against you from the get-go, you, it is, it's a machine that you cannot stop. That's
1: right, yeah, exactly. And, and it, it's something that'll take a lot of work to get back around and, and to get back into people's minds that, you know, and this is why for nearly a decade now I've been trying to teach people look, there is a difference. It's not, alien just because you know it's in your mind that it's alien that's been something that's pumped it, it just shows you the power of the media doesn't it and It shows you the power of movies and the power of pop culture as you say you know um and the, they're associated straight away with little gray men or little green men that used to be green men now it's gray men you know or tall white beings or whatever the case is it's still different types of aliens now but um it just used to be little green men coming from mars spaceship. And that's what they base a lot of movies on. And and, and because a lot of those movies were based in comedy as well or fear-based movies, like they're evading us or whatever the case is, you know, people were like they'd either take them not seriously because it's comedy or serious because they'd think that, oh, they're coming down here to kill us. Oh, that's not going to happen. You know, so therefore, you know, it doesn't exist or whatever the case is. So it wipes it out of people's minds, the whole possibility you know, of um, of it all happening. And so it becomes like a joke and it becomes, you know, ingrained as a joke. But yeah, it's going to take a lot of work to show that to people that, you know, these things aren't necessarily alien, um, extraterrestrial.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think 2021 is going to be a really interesting year for this, for this phenomena because we've got the, the US Senate that's basically their COVID grant has uh, essentially said that they need to do some UFO disclosure Within 180 yeah. days, and I think that might have been about a month ago now. So you know where that's we're, right, yeah. We're, it's coming soon. <laughs> we're potentially months away from from getting some sort of disclosure when it comes to to this world. And I really, I'm really, really interested to see how the paradigm shifts after that because you were saying earlier, there's going to have to be something big to to break that that mold. And I just wonder if this is going to be that thing.
1: Look, I'd love to say, um, you know, that this is going to be that, but I don't really think it is going to be that. Uh, From what I've seen over the years, any release of information from the CIA involving UFO reports has come out eventually, you know, after the FOI Act requests um, and everything, Freedom of Information Act requests, has come out heavily redacted. So, i.e., all the essential, you know, decent stuff has been uh, crossed out, not just names, They'll say, oh, it's just names, but then you get whole pages that are blacked out and everything. So you're not getting the full information anyway. And so I'd love to say that, yeah, guys, this is disclosure. It's all happening. But I think, and I've always said for years, that I think it's going to be more of a human, uh, not, when I say human, I mean non-government human kind of slow disclosure thing happening. It's going to take a lot of people on this planet to see the phenomenon, convincing people around them that it may be real or that they've seen something to get rid of the stigma attached to it, the crazy stigma, the, um, you know, I'm a complete nutcase and all that sort of stuff. And to get around all that, that's what it's going to take. And I always say to people that the, the best thing you can do if you don't believe in them, look I can't convince you otherwise no matter what it's like people trying to on the side of Trump or the side of Biden trying to convince the other side that they're wrong you know it's just end up in a fight and then one person will go this way the other person will go this way and that's it and you can't convince each other side but the the fact is you need to see it with your own eyes and I've said that for years it's the most important thing is to see this and, and experience it then you'll know that hey something is weird and damn, all those people who've talked about this for, for years, for generations, maybe they were right. You know, maybe they had there was something to what they were saying and they weren't crazy. And um, But unfortunately, this type of phenomenon with the ridicule that's been attached to it, and it's not just the government that doesn't have to ridicule you anymore, it's your neighbours, it's your guy across the road who doesn't believe, or it's your religious guy down here, your religious family, or whatever the case is, they, they'll they do it for the government. So that'll make you want to shut up and just keep your story to yourself because it's not a world that's cohesive to this information really getting out, especially because of the type of uh, <laughs> the, the the type of emo- emotional instability, I should say. Sometimes I, I could say of human beings. Um, you know, who knows? And for years, they said that the reason that this is kept quiet, they don't know how humans react. Right? Um, that, that they might rebel against the government, or they might do this, or they might, you know, just take up pitchforks and you know, go, go crazy or whatever the case is and stop believing in religion and all this sort of stuff but I think we're at a point now because of the internet and the era that we're in that a lot of people have moved away from religion and those certain beliefs that we're the only ones in the universe and that we're the center of God's creation and all this kind of stuff that I, I went to a Catholic school and that was pumped into me and after I'd had my sightings when I was younger, I remember asking the brothers, you know, um, what was this, what's the case with this light I saw, especially during religion class. And I'd always get the answer, basically no answer. Go outside the principal's office to the end of the class, and so I'd have to wait outside the prin- and the principal's usually cool about it, you know. He'd come out and speak to me, and I'd he'd just say go and sit on the bleachers until lunchtime or something. I was like, oh yeah, no worries. And um, but yeah, eventually I, I became a bit of a a smart ass about it and kept asking <laughs> and they didn't like that because I was taught by brothers you know who were 186 years old or whatever the case is now quite quite old and ancient it was like i don't know how they're standing and they they had the older beliefs you know and it, it just permeated through them there's nothing you could say that would convince them that they just thought you were taking the Mickey out of them, or they just, you know, they didn't like it. So that's it's such a pervasive belief throughout history that people who see this stuff as crazy as, are crazy, and religion's got a lot to do with that because of certain teachings of religion. But other religions speak about strange things, and if you look in the Bible as well, there's unusual lights that were seen, or lights that led the people through the desert and would stop and during daytime and then continue, and you know, to lead people to safety, the Israelites, whatever the case is, and there's a whole bunch of stuff like that you could possibly, going back through history, you know, Jacques Vallée released a really good book called Wonders in the Sky with Chris Orbeck. And I I think it's fascinating. It goes into a lot of the case histories of people at the times, going back thousands of years, trying to describe what they were seeing, you know, with the the knowledge that they had at the time, i.e. the Romans would describe burning shields flying across the sky, right? And that's, because that's their limited knowledge at the time, they had no technology or anything like that they just this is what we have and this is what it looks similar to. so therefore that's what it was so it was like a burning shield or a this or a that you know or a wheel, a flying wheel or whatever the case is. So yet this throughout history this phenomena has been with us and it's not left It's it's, it's almost like a, an observation on humans on a very deep level and it's not just objects flying around the sky. It's things all around us. It's things in homes, things in outside. They're everywhere. They're in the earth. They're in the oceans. They're all. It's life all around us. You know, uh, if, if you could call that life, like in the human sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that's one of the things when it comes to this is you really do have to take that that almost third person point of view at this and really remove any biasy that you can have to to this type of stuff and always I always ask people who who may not believe in this stuff or you know are a little bit dubious when it comes to it is just go in with the mindset of what if? What if this was real? What if this was a life form? What if this was from outer space? Just have that mindset because at this point in time, no one actually knows what any of this stuff is. People have great have theories and that's that's fantastic um uh, but to, exactly. to to go out and say this is definitely what it is holy moly that is that's i think a, a really foolish uh and and kind of very narrow-minded mindset to to go into this field in because yeah if, exactly. if you do that you've got paradigms in your head you've already got a narrative that you want to push and and you're not there to learn you're not there to explore
1: that's right. That's right. You're there to, um, and you'll be stuck inside that narrative too, because you won't want to leave it because it's what you think you already know is the truth. Most people don't like to admit when they're wrong, right? Humans, we we like to think, oh, we're right about everything. And, you know, I won't apologize for being wrong. I'll just walk this way or whatever the case is. There is a few humans that go, okay, well, maybe I was wrong about this. So it's time to open up my mind and think about something else. So, but unfortunately, a lot of people in my field, the ghost field, even the Sas the UFO, the Yeti field, right, or the Sasquatch or whatever you call it, um, are stuck in certain paradigms, um, and and they can't leave it. They they refuse to see links. They refuse to see anything else outside their narrow viewpoint. Unfortunately, and it's a sad thing. They, it's it's sad you can't close your mind in fringe sciences to other things other possibilities because we know nothing as humans we really do we we think we need to know an answer to make us feel comfortable about things in life we need to know what our surroundings are we need to know this is this and that's that and that's it that's all there is to it and um I think it makes it easier to live life, right, to think, you know, everything and that sort of stuff. But yeah, I I guess a lot of people would freak out if they thought that there was things around us all the times in other dimensions and all this kind of stuff happening that a lot of people probably would, you know, and that's understandable maybe if that's the reason why, you know, it's kept the secret, but it's happening so much and it's gotten to the point where, you know, people's lives are being destroyed, um through coming out for this uh, speaking about this phenomenon and it's it, even on like a small level if you're not even public right um and you just mention it to family members half of them will instantly think you're crazy right 100 and then the other half will be like eh, yeah, whatever <laughs> it's, whatever it's just damo and his thoughts or something and you know or your mates or your friends or this or that so you, you as soon as you mention this stuff i know from the experience going back when i'd mention it to people the way they'd react it's like but the person in me would want to push him more and push him more and just try to find out why why, why are you so close-minded i want to know you know and so it's sort of given me a bit of help with my drive as well you know to try and find out more of what's going on and yeah so it's been like it is crazy man and and especially now it's going to get crazier too because i'm trying to like draw links between all the different phenomenon um and there are some of them are tenuous links. Some of them are, are, are links that make you really scratch your chin and just think, okay, well, that's a possibility. And, you know, um, it's, so there is definitely look, something going on and it's definitely, in a way, there's similarities at the very least.
0: And now a quick word from our sponsor. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. Well, let's talk about those because I, I can tell you that basically every UFO in County that I speak to on this podcast, I don't say this on the recording. I'll usually say this before or after the recordings happen, but I'll say you have weird stuff happening in your house as well, don't you? And I, yeah. I could tell you a majority of them say, Actually, yeah, we do. We might see a little light. We might see stuff falling off shelves. Yeah, but exactly. that's something that a lot of people just won't talk about because that's, that's, that's something different where I genuinely think there's a connection there.
1: Yeah, look, I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, it becomes a little bit too much to be a coincidence after a while. And so it's easy for someone who doesn't experience it to write it off. But if you're experiencing and seeing both of the phenomenon yourself, then it's a little bit harder. And especially, look, if it was just once or twice it happened in your life, you'd be like, oh, okay, you know, it's probably nothing, no connection. But when it's happening time and time again, and not just when it's happening and you're just seeing it, but when you're also recording it, when you've got witnesses around you who are seeing it as well, you're capturing it on different formats, whether it be infrared, full spectrum, regular cameras, uh, you, you know, thermal, you name it, all sorts of equipment. The same, the both the phenomenon, especially UFOs, when they're invisible to the naked eye, can be visible in thermal equipment because they're giving off a type of heat source, but the eye can't see them. Um, and you're looking at infrared too. There's the, going back in the day, like I was mentioning with Lu- Luciano uh, Bacconi as well. He, unfortunately, he's passed away now, but a lot of his work did uh, go into, and he followed after Trevor Constable as well, um, looking into infrared lights, around us or infrared, and they call them like sky beings or whatever, they, they, these things that would come up to them and take off and all sorts of things are only seen in the infrared spectrum. So, you know, as, as a lot of you listeners would know, you've got two ends of the spectrum, infrared that goes through to what we can see then through to uh, full spectrum, you know, and um, these things can be seen in on both ends of the spectrum, not every time, but a good deal of the time. They can be seen both ghosts and also... UFO phenomenon. Now, that's one of the links as well. Um, also, another strange one is um, smells. Smells associated with both of the phenomenon as well. Uh, and smells of sulfur.
0: Sulfur. I was just well, about to say, is, sulfur is the key yeah. to this. I hear so many people yeah. that say they smell sulfur if they see a UFO or they smell sulfur when they, they experience something weird going on. And yeah, yeah. Here's, here's another thing from pop culture is that a lot of people and I can tell you I I've said this hundreds of times on the podcast is that the smell of sulfur is supposed to lead to something kind of like a demonic activity going on. And that's exactly. very Hollywood. Yeah. But yeah. yeah then it goes, Well, are UFOs demonic? I don't think so. Hey, well
1: see that that's that's another thing. Like people could think that in their minds. They associate certain things with, or certain smells with certain things and everything gets associated with something in this life, you know. But in um, in this field, a lot of people would think, you know, oh, demonic, that makes them demonic or whatever the case is. And look, we don't even know if they're not. Like, but what's demonic? Something that was written in a Bible 2,000 years ago by people who had less understanding about things than what we do now. Um, people who wanted to paint a certain narrative, um, you know. Uh, but it is an interesting... Maybe that's what they called them back then. Um, Other things that we couldn't see, uh, you know, demonic or things that would happen back then in their homes, poltergeist activities or ghost phenomenon, oh, it must be demonic because they had no other they, – they, they were very spiritual. They were very So they'd link it straight away to demons. But the smell is very interesting. I find the the smell of sulfur, it's been recorded in multiple cases of UFOs, multiple cases, ghost cases. Well, some of the big ones too, mm-hmm. you know, um, like the Doris Byther case and a few others, um, you know, the entity you know and um a, a few other things so there, there's that little connection as well i mean it's only tiny right it could be tenuous but at the same time my personal belief is they're coming from the same place or they're existing in the same place this is why they can appear and disappear at random whenever they want that's another thing they've got in common not just the ability to disappear through walls but just appear right in front of you out of nowhere um and i've seen ufos do this um but people around me see UFOs do this. And I when I say UFOs, I'm saying UFOs as in these things are appearing around us. Um, they're floating balls of light. Who knows what they are? Like I said before, if they're inside your home, they're ghosts. If they're outside, they're min lights. If they're up in the sky, they're UFOs. So it's all about perception, like you said, um, and, and all about how you, you perceive them to be or what they are due to what you know and what you think you know and so yeah look it's um that's another definite connection where but i personally i think they come from the same place they're the same phenomenon um as some people would say like the little balls of light that are seen up in the sky are probes or alien ship probes or something like this right and this who knows i can't say they're not like but what's probe probes something that's only come out recently because humans have gotten drones now and we've got probes of our own and so oh, these aliens must be releasing probes or whatever so it's just a, a new term to describe the littler balls of light but what i've noticed is as well is another connection is the sizes different colors as well of the balls of light as well seem to be consistent around both the phenomenon um and the way that they act as well the way they can dance around do strange you know maneuvers and they appear in strange times um you know and they seem to appear at times when humanity humanity's in crisis as well in much greater numbers which is really bizarre and really makes you, yeah it, all throughout history war times um they've appeared they follow planes they in the world war Two, they used to the foo fighters, the foo used to fighters follow yeah. the airplanes and they you had it balls of light and they used to mimic the, the planes and the plane would fly left and the, the light would fly with it and Plane and go the other way, and light like, would follow it, and stuff like that. So, you're thinking, okay, so it's almost like a childlike behavior um, in a way, because you know, would we do that and get that close to a plane, risking knocking it down? Now, we're still seeing that same phenomenon in the skies, you know, 80 years later. Uh, and it's like, okay, so is this what's going on? You know, it's just a different environment now, and we don't have war in that. That level, but there was a a, um, a Russian general that came out a couple of years ago actually, and he went on record speaking about whenever they'd have drills, uh, military drills, and they'd get a whole bunch of military equipment together out in a desert or something to practice, and you know send some bombs over here or do whatever. That he said about ninety percent of the time, UFOs would show up, balls of light would come. And, and watch and observe, be up in the sky. They'd send planes up after them. The planes would never capture them, obviously, or catch up to them. Um, but it's the same kind of thing. So, yeah, and also, like, going back in the days, there was reports of balls of light around times of the Black Plague as well, really strange reports as well, which go hand in hand with reports today of what we'd see UFOs doing, hovering above the ground, doing certain things and manoeuvres and stuff like that, acting strange and i'm so you know there's a lot of parallels between different paranormal phenomenon and the the ufo phenomenon that's why i I don't really like the word ufo anymore because that word has been used for eons now to just ridicule this phenomenon for, for too long and um like i said the association is the big problem um the alien association with the term UFO. That's the sceptic fodder for many, many years is to rubbish people by saying, oh, you think it's alien, you're an idiot. Um, And and therefore, you know, so therefore your story can't be true, you didn't see anything. Myself, actually, um, after I appeared on Today Tonight on Channel 7 a few years ago, up against the the president of the Australian Sceptics Association, um, afterwards they offered me a challenge um, to – they were going to give me $100,000 – if I could, they come out and hang out with me or I entered this competition, right? And then they come out, hang out with me for like a few hours, you know, here or there and a UFO comes down, right? hundred. But then when we looked further into it and actually applied for the competition, you actually had to say then and there what you, what beforehand, what they were. So, i.e. Um, it, even if, so basically um, we tried to say, okay, we couldn't give them a name for what they were, right? So we just went with ET, the connection with ET, right? And because we said ET, they said, oh, no, it can't be ET, so you can't enter the competition, straight away can you see what yeah it's it's just a fake competition yeah no one can win it that's why it's there you've got to say what it is beforehand so i.e if they did even if they did let me into the competition right straight away beforehand i'd have to say okay it's it's this or it's that and then when they come down i'd have to then prove that it's this or that somehow to the skeptic next to me to get the hundred thousand dollars how can you prove that a light that's you know, zipping around or doing something is this or is anything to a skeptic. You know, let alone an ET or a this or a that. No one can because no, we don't know, right? So the, the whole thing was flawed in the first place. I had no chance of winning the money, <laughs> um, but hey, I, I tried. We tried. You know, but they didn't even accept me into the competition. Even after on television stating that oh, blah blah blah, and also on uh, Facebook and stating that oh yeah, well if Damien's the real deal, you know, well but behind the scenes they didn't even let me in the competition no one knows that they wouldn't even accept me saying they're et because I, I, what other label could we give them you know and uh, i'm going to say what they're ghosts coming down from the sky they wouldn't let me enter either because i couldn't prove that they were ghosts yeah so it's just silly you know and the, the, the skeptics can go away um you know that I've got a few choice words to say, but, you know, I won't go there. <laughs> I
0: mean, you and me both, mate. You and me both. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, these guys are so rich as well, and they get grants, they get, you know, bequeathed funds from people's wills when they die, and they are so rich, these guys, and they, they have to keep the status quo, and that's understandable. I, I know where they're coming from. They need to keep staying the same, you know, BS, you know, to keep the everything the way that they want it to be, and the, the reality is that, now that they can really shut up because a lot of the, the stuff that they've been saying to rubbish and ridicule people for years has now been proved wrong on their part, even to the point now where the US Navy has come out and said that UFOs do exist, we don't know what they are, right, on the front page of the Daily Mail. So it's kind of, It's like, pff, um, what are you going to say, sceptic, to that? Oh, they've shut up about UFOs. They, they stopped trying to prove me wrong because they couldn't. Now on TV they're saying, oh, that went fast, trying to explain away one of my UFO videos. That went fast. That's a great explanation to, you know. Um, yeah, and to try and rubbish it. Like, that was no explanation. Oh, another one. It's like, oh, that's a curious. Oh, no, it's another star. And they couldn't even make up their mind about one. Of, and that was like one of my worst videos ever that they'd picked to go up on the show. So it was like they couldn't even explain that away. So it's funny. There was a Today Tonight Adelaide, Today Tonight Melbourne, and one appeared before the other one. And on the second one, I think it was Adelaide, they changed the story. So they cut out the parts where the skeptics were unsure about my phenomenon, about what they were seeing, and just said, Oh, to make them sound a little bit more professional. But it was just terrible. They did a shocking job. Um, and I hope you're all listening to this because, you know, seriously, I hope you're all listening. I, I, I saw them years ago. I saw um, the head of the Australian skeptics uh, at, at one of the talks I gave at the Blue Mountains, you know, at a conference, paranormal, paranatural conference. And, um, and he was coming down the stairs, I'm going up the stairs and I said to Mel, I said, oh, look who it is. <laughs> it's the guy from TV, you know, and, um, and she's like, oh, yeah, and I said, watch this, we're <laughs> going up the stairs and I've, he had his head down, not looking in his own little world. I'm like, oh, hey, hey, Mr. Richardson, and uh, he's like, he's looked at me and then um, the face went white. That was the first thing that happened. Then the face went red. Then the head went down, completely ignored me, you know, he saw me. He said he saw me say hi and heard me say hi, and he just because of what happened on TV, they were made a bit of a ridicule and they were smashed, quite frankly. And I'd love to get back on TV with them again and go on again. It, um, it
0: actually, but with what be, I know now, yeah, know? exactly. It would be genuinely interesting to to see how I guess a, a skeptic organization would react to to this to this modern world. You know, to the to the facts that have been and. Facts that yeah. have been outlaid, not not guesses, not not little videos that people have taken, but genuine footage exactly. supplied from yeah. the U.S. government, from the U.S. Navy. I don't, I just don't know what what they can come back with because yeah, they've
1: gone all quiet on that stuff. So. Yeah,
0: it would be it would be genuinely interesting, but you know, in in saying that the sceptical org- organizations out there, one that genuinely surprises me because. I always say it is—it's um, easier to to hate than to celebrate, and um, I can't believe there's an organization out there just for hating on on these <laughs> things. So that blows my mind. Um,
1: yeah, I know. I, it's just—it's terrible. It's but it's hating for the wrong reasons. You know, it's not advancing scientific um, literature. It's not advancing anything. It's keeping everything stagnant. Exactly the way it is. The way it was. And that's the way they want it. And it's, no, sorry, the world changes, knowledge changes. They should know this by now. Um, scientific advancements change. A lot of things happen by accident. A lot of major scientific discoveries are by accident, you know, which have changed our world, um, stuff that we never thought would even be possible before they were found, you know. So what they, them saying outright that these aren't real or these aren't this or that or they're balloons or whatever, they've got no idea. They've never gone out in the field and spent hours and hours you know under the sun filming doing this doing that seeing ufos actually talking to the people in the country going out and speaking to families who've seen ufos looking into their eyes these hard country people and saying you're lying yeah, they won't do that sort of stuff they're, they're absolute sorry but oh, but yeah just a lot of um I want to. I just want to go them again. <laughs> I know, it's terrible, eh? But um, I did um, Toastmasters public speaking and debating, and it's it kind of makes me want to just yeah just go one big forum online with them and just just have it out with them because I've just you know they're they're the reasons a lot of people are rubbish and ridiculed around the world and have their lives destroyed. You know, families turn against them, and it just destroys. life and they don't they maybe they don't see it i don't know but if they do and they're still keeping this crap up they're arseholes excuse the french uh but you know it's it's something that's got to change and it will change with further scientific discovery and we need that but we need the, we need um some educated minds to bother and get out in the field with us you know um to actually try and but still even then what's it going to prove it's not prove exactly what these this phenomenon is so we need to look at it on a different level.
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, at the end of the at the end of the day, skepticism is it's healthy. It keeps us us loonies kind of grounded a little bit because
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. It is. Yeah, I agree. I agree it is healthy um to a certain extent.
0: But um it needs to be done in the right way. It needs to be in in a way that is progressive because if yeah. we aren't moving forward, there's no point in in rubbishing anything in my opinion it has to be constructive and it has to has to have an end point that doesn't harm people that doesn't doesn't put any negativity out there i think
1: yeah you're right i agree 100 it should be done in a different way um, and hopefully the skeptics of the future will do it in a different way they won't be stuck in the same mindset that the skeptics of the present and the past have been in um but hopefully you know i'm hoping that skeptics are opening up more the more that comes out about the phenomenon the more people that see it speak about it that's what we need we really need more people to see the phenomenon speak about it open up people's minds around them and it's almost like it'll grow and grow and grow and you know like like a plant like a um well-oiled plant i should say (laughs) even though plants aren't oiled well-watered plants (laughs) you know and uh, that's that's same time, like I said before, you need to see it, and unless the skeptics are seeing it with their own eyes, they're going to continue rubbishing it, you know. And even then, who's to say that a skeptic's not going to see it? And then to keep up the status quo is going to just shut up about it, you know. And so, yeah, we need it. They need to do it honestly, openly, and and what they did with us and not accepting you know, putting it out on TV that I'll oh, we'll give him $100,000 if, you know, you can prove et to ET or whatever the case is. And then when I try and say that, you know, it's just, they had all these clauses to enter, you know, and, and unfortunately I couldn't enter because I was claiming that it was ET, even though I didn't want to claim it was anything, but I had to claim it was something to enter. It was ridiculous. So it,
0: it is. And I think I think the future is genuinely in our favour when it comes to this uh, this type of thing. I think, I think the world is definitely changing in a, in a path where this is going to start to become a little bit more normal to, to every day. And I don't think we're going to be seeing the, the X Files music being played over (laughs) news stories for this stuff anymore, to be honest. Yeah, I hope not, but I do love the X-Files. Yeah, me too. It's it's a, it's a you know what, it got me down this field and I, I love it for it, but...
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, fellow X-Files
0: fan. Good. Indeed, mate, indeed, cool. I, I love that stuff. Damien, mate, it has been fantastic talking to you tonight, mate. It is always an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And, mate, where can people uh, find your YouTube channel? Because your videos are outstanding. Um, if people are kind of on the fence about some of the stuff that, we talk about. Um, I think your YouTube channel is a really good one to go check out. So, um, what's your what's your YouTube channel name, mate? We'll we'll also include it in the uh, the links for the episode, so people can just click on there and get to it straight away.
1: Oh, That'll be fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's AAPI Show and Aerial Phenomenal Investigation. So there's that old channel. Um, I actually lost control of that a while ago and I don't have control of that anymore. Uh, I lost the account somehow, but it's still up there on the internet somehow. Um, but you can go to that. That's got more of my older videos. Um, I think there's about 70 or 80 videos of UFOs on there. Um, my website's down, unfortunately. I could you know, say to go there. Um, that was AAPI, the website as well. Um, at the moment, it's. I know it sounds very original, but my new YouTube... Um, channel that i've started at the start of this year um actually when i first several months ago now that's um damien john (laughs) not so that's just my name (laughs) my name into youtube and there you go you'll find my videos so yeah but i appreciate that we're still getting through putting videos up all the time on that channel and i've still got so much more to go and you know photographs and stuff like that so we've got like seven or eight hundred photos to upload and you know plenty of videos and yeah, I like to rubbish my own work, so I try and put stuff up there now that was seen by multiple witnesses, caught on multiple cameras, and just to keep the skeptics at bay a little bit more. Uh, my new documentary, Haunted Skies, I'll be going right into that on a very deep level, showing footage that hasn't been seen before, some really incredible stuff that I just can't wait to get out there.
0: And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe ufo radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to believe Australian paranormal and ufo radio.